Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Best of Five, coming to you live from Austin, Texas. Mike, did you have a job interview today? No, I didn't. You look uh, better dressed than normal. It even looks as if you have product in your hair. No, I definitely don't. Just took a shower. Just put, a little, shower. put a little water in there? Yeah, it's just a little bit of water. Okay. You know what? Like, you get up some mornings and it's like not six minutes before your bus and, you know, you put on a regular shirt instead of the one that's already underground. Okay, because sometimes you come in here and you look like you're wearing pajamas. I am. Or women's clothing. That also happens. Okay. So this is out of the norm. Okay. We're joined as always by John Velociraptor Guerrero. <laughs> he writes for eventhubs.com. His mic is not obscuring his shot. It looks great. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. I get all nervous and self-conscious about my mic and my shot. Mm-hmm. And we're also joined by Steve Ace King Offsuit Jerick. There he is. We're back to the Arsenio Hall days, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I used to watch the shit out of some Arsenio Hall back in the day. How about yourself, Steve? Uh, a little bit. You know, it was a little before my time. I I, I was more the the era of the Magic Johnson hour. I don't ever recall watching that although i do remember existing also shout Neither out to did uh, anybody else <laughs> shout outs to event hubs for subbing to the channel that's oh, wow. uh i know it was die by sword that was part of the joke alone thank you evo uh, did as well evo is evo is shout out to evo sub. evo proper evo the entity uh citizens united it is a corporation is a, a human <laughs> it's up to us yeah those words uh today and, on the show and yes. unsung hero unsung hero uh, Unsung 12 months in a row. He's the sung hero now. 12. That's a year, guys. That's what 12 months is. Thank you, sung hero. Well, when you put it like that. John, would you please applaud for Evo Event Hubs and sung hero? John's always been so bad at clapping. Yeah, dude. What's up with that? What's up with that, John? What? No, fuck off. I clap (laughs) all the time. All the time. Usually I clap first. Okay. Tonight on the show, we'll have a recap like we always do. Uh, We'll also talk about... It's not the summit of power. What is it? The summit of time? Yeah. Hey, what are you drinking, John? Oh, it's just a delicious and refreshing shock top for when you're in the middle of work. I'm enjoying a turbo dog from Abita. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit about NRS drama. Well, if we're going to the summit of time, we're going to address a little bit of that NRS drama, which has been so annoying on Twitter. We'll also talk about the fact that Saturday night fights. What is it, Steve? Uh... Saturday Night Fights on NBC. On NBC? What's that all about? Fighting games we'll on talk- television? Who knew? Yeah, after SNL. <laughs> That's a good time slot. All right. Um, I think hopefully they'll have started by then. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the Evo Games lineup. I don't know if you guys know about this tournament that happens every year. It's important to the FGC. It's called Evo. And the lineup will be announced shortly after our show, about 30 minutes after. Early predictions? Are they going to have six games, eight games, or ten games? I've been going I, – I think they're going to downsize this year. So I'm probably wrong, but I want it to be six. I want them to go bigger for a smaller amount of games. Okay. Okay. You are probably wrong. Yeah. No, I know. Hit us with that recap, Steve. All right. It was a pretty busy week in fighting games. Uh, let's kick it off with a – trip to the street fighter league over in japan things tightened up significantly after uh, a week off the big result was itazan's team ocean 
with a 6-0 win over uh, Fudo's Gaia squad. And what that result means is that everything is still to play for over these final four rounds. First and last place separated by just two points. That can be made and, up by one match of a pro, right? Yeah, it like each each match is worth six points. Uh, the amateur's worth one, uh, the high tier's two, and the pro is three. So every single match from here on out is going to matter. Uh, remember, the top three after round 10 advanced to the grand finals. Takedo confirmed washed up. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah. But if he got one, if he got two more points, he'd be a confirmed legend. Right. That's how this works. You know, it'd be cool. It'd be like a spread of like which pros have won and like which like I'd like to see like who's the most successful amateur player, who's like the worst pro, etc. So now, if if you uh, he hasn't sorted out the info by that on his page, but Doc Fugu, okay, cool. follow him on Twitter. He has been updating everything when it comes to. Uh, the Japanese Street Fighter League. So he's got he's got recaps of every single episode. He has all the results. Uh, so definitely check him out uh, on Twitter at Doc Fugu. He is amazing. How do you spell that? At D O C F U. Yes. Did did Steve just end that on an F U? <laughs> I think he did. F U. G-U. Okay, you were cutting out. You heard that cut I, out. Right? I heard it. I, I heard, heard it. I know what he's doing, and I'm not going to talk about <laughs> it. Now, but now I'm hearing a lot of echoing when you guys talk. Well, good. All right. So uh, <laughs> what else we got on the recap, uh, Steve? Uh, let's – oh, God, I'm getting bad for it. Uh, oh, man. Wait, Alon's on it. Alon's on the case. Alon, um, unplug it and then plug it back in. Did that do it? Did that work? Steve, say something. Something. Yeah, no, we're good. All right, moving on. Hey, all right. Uh, this weekend, stateside, we had Winter Brawl 3D. Uh, oh, another one of Big E's big events. Uh, good weekend for Hook Gang God taking the title and uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Sour Piggy doing work in Tekken. You're seeing his name pop up a lot on these uh, East Coast, Coast Tekken tournaments. So he's someone who could uh, do some damage. Uh, and Linkor is picking up another Soul Calibur 6 win. So uh, definitely a player to watch going forward in that game. Uh, going across the pond to Destination Fight 5. This was a big European tournament. Uh, nice weekend for Hiari uh, taking home titles in both P4U and Eunice. Uh, Popey getting the rare Ultra Street Fighter 4 tournament win. Uh, not that it's rare that he wins, but it's rare that anyone runs the game, even though everyone should run that game because that game is so good. Uh, Ixian, congratulations yeah. to him getting the uh, title in Street Fighter 5 as well. And Padu, the Dragon Ball Fighters win. So congratulations to everyone there. And then backstage side, we had Frostbite 2019, the big smash event of the weekend. Uh, all about Tweak and Cake Assault. Both players won singles and doubles in their respective games. Uh, Tweak in Ultimate picking up uh, the doubles title along with Mars. And Cake Assault uh, teaming up with Penguin to getting, 
to get the Rivals of Aether title uh, in doubles, winning singles by himself. Uh, another strong weekend for him. Um, before we move forward, can we uh, give some claps to Dr. F.U. for subscribing? <laughs> God damn. Y'all killing me on this. But thank you. Thank you. at the end of the recap steve that is it okay i was trying to kill time because i'm downloading the grand finals of frostbite 2019 was it won by a wario yeah our fans hate smash though (laughs) well they're about to learn to love it because it was hype actually to be honest man let me tell you how i really feel about it i was watching it and i don't have enough smash knowledge to appreciate what i'm seeing like somebody posted on reddit uh some crazy olimar play and I didn't appreciate it until somebody pointed oh, out. Oh, there's nothing to appreciate about Olimar. Why not? He just yeah, likes the, the up smash. And that... He's just a character that's really boring. I mean, it's like doll. Eventually, if there was three Dalsims in top eight, like people would be like gunpoint to Ono, right? It's just like that, mm-hmm. really. He just throws the Pikmin. The cool play was that some guy had like a Pikmin attached to him and he did a dive kick with Richter and it bounced off the Pikmin, basically. So it was oh, like really okay. specifically done to, to recover. Oh, okay, I see. That's what it was then. And even then, after it was explained, I still was like, you know, what's this all about? Anyway, um, definitely go back to YouTube and find this. I'm not even sure if this is the um, the organizer that posted this, so I feel a little bit guilty showing Yeah, that. the biggest, I mean, the, the drama from this, not that there always has to be drama, is that, you know, Tweak's not in their summit either. So both the Mortal Kombat and the um, Smash summits at this point are missing arguably you know, the best recent placer of either thing in, you know, rewind winning Evo and not being invited to the summit and now tweak winning everything and not being invited to the summit. Yeah. So, but at similar least with Mortal Kombat 11, the game's not out yet. Yeah. Yeah. This one's worse for sure. I don't know. I mean, you just have to like, it's weird. I will talk about it when we talk. Yeah. About we have a lot summits. of, uh, uh, so this is the, this is the Wario, um, the, the move, the business, right? Like his one, two is where he throws you up in the air and then he jumps up and farts you up into death or something like that. Yeah. With the, the waft. He's a little bit like uh, the comparison people make is to Jigglypuff in Melee where he moves around the air really fast. And then, yeah, his waft is kind of like a rest almost where once it's charged up, it, it'll kill you at really, really low percents. Yeah. I saw Tweak. uh Basically, he gets this combo and then he misses his waft and ends up losing uh, a match because of it and then redeems himself. And I don't think Tweak actually ended up losing a single set throughout this entire tournament. And um, and I haven't really watched too much in the way of ultimate gameplay um, on high level yet. Like, I haven't really sat through one of these tournaments. But I got to say, little things like that, the, the fact that the score pops up is is nice, especially when you keep in mind people that uh, that haven't been watching competitive Smash quite a bit. And, uh, and also, like, the freeze frames when a critical hit happens is is pretty cool. I think it's a very watchable game. For someone that would make jokes about how boring it is to watch through Smash, especially during, like, Top 8 Evo Finals and such, and make, like, bets on what stage the Pokemon stage is going to evolve into just to keep things interesting, um, I had a really good time watching this. And I think that uh, it's just another notch in, in, you know, Smash Bros. belt. Yeah, they did a really good job with this one, as you said. I think it's uh, the the way you get knocked back. It's just much easier for a viewer who's a little more casual to tell, like who's winning, what's going on, when something's gonna kill him. 
Yeah, I, I think it works a lot better, and I think this game will last for a bunch of years. Bunch, huh? Um, again, I just need to. I guess I need to play the game more. I own it. Played it once. Yes, yeah. it's gotten very international too. I mean, uh, there was Japanese. That's Mexican, why I was watching. I'm not gonna lie. I was and watching it and, uh, and, and these two have been the best, and they've been going back and forth. So it's been interesting. Now, now, um, I think all eyes would immediately go to like zero, right? And the people that were just dominating in um, in he, Smash Four. He wasn't 4. even at this tournament, right? Because he was like restreaming. No. It, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I haven't. Well, that's the thing. Um, I haven't really, and, and I haven't been following super hard, but. I haven't seen much from Zero at all outside of him being a content creator. And I think he posted a, a tweet was just about as much, something along the lines of, I'm more of a content creator first now. And I'm wondering, is, has he had much of a presence in Ultimate? Who? Zero? Zero. Uh, yeah, he, he entered one tournament. He did okay. But, I mean, mm -hmm. he got, like, ninth or something but, like but, that. But how do you quantify presence in Ultimate? Because he's been blowing up on Twitch. He's got like thousands of viewers watching. Oh, everyone's the watching. Roster. But that's very obviously because of his, his status and his what he's done in Smash for Wii U. Um, that, and that's, that's not that's a bad why, thing, That's my question but... to you. That's my question to you, John. What do you how, how do you quantify presence in a game? Oh, I was talking specifically about competitive presence. I think he's done. Zero was... He doesn't like. Yeah, didn't he just get well, sponsored? Not that that means he needs to compete. He, either. Basically, he came back to one tournament. He said he was going to have fun with it. He said he was going to pick random. He picked his main, he lost, and he got shit on for it. And I just think he has nothing to gain from playing in tournaments anymore. And he already quit in Smash 4 because he was sick of getting, you know, trashed for getting second and third. He, he, he created such a situation for himself of, of such utter dominance that I think because he cares so much about what people think about himself... It's a negative for him. I'll to tell even you the real reason. If I was zero anymore. to retire, I think he shouldn't care. But if he does, he shouldn't th play. Th this is why zero can retire uh, happily. He made it into the Reggie Filzami retirement video on Twitter. He's in there, dude. Immortalized <laughs> yeah. forever, part of history. I would be like, all right, tapping out. He deserve. I mean, he can retire at the top though. He was the best at Project M at one point. He was the best at Smash Four, like basically forever. Um, I mean, he's he's done enough. So we're gonna come back to uh, Smash when we talk about Summit, and we can have some opinions on that, but uh, let's just touch quickly on, since we're in the Nintendo realm here, on Reggie Fields and me. There's not much to say other than the dude was a legend. Some of the best years of Nintendo of all time uh, uh, were under his watch. What do you have to say? Man, I, I like, that video got me, man. The, the, really? the Reggie the retirement? retirement video, and like, oh, I just love Reggie so much. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget him. You know, the body is ready, stepping on the Wii Balance board, making fun of himself, <laughs> yeah. you know, like on the thing. He was, he was good. He was, the he laser was a great eyes. face for a company, and he'll be hard to replace, for sure. Yeah, that's just it, because he's not just a CEO. You know, he, he, he embraced that role. He did well in that role. You look at the success Nintendo has had uh, since he's taken over. But he also embraced his role as sort of the face of this company. And he... And he just did it in a way with flair. Like, like who else I love would so go much. out and call out Hungrybox and then get <laughs> stomped on and then continue to talk trash? <laughs> who else would do that? You know, he, it, it's all about, we talk about Smash and Nintendo fans having this strong connection to the company. And he was the right person for that job. It's going to be very big shoes to, uh, for Bowser to fill. 
Well, he's never who's taken over, up, right? Like Reggie never had that moment where everyone was like, "Whoa, whoa, he screwed up. He looked like an idiot in a uh, yeah, in a really. non-charismatic light." Like that kind of stuff never happens. So, I, I think that I mean, and and it seems real simple, but you see how many people screw up on you know, and then that becomes a permanent stain that everyone yeah. refers back to. And Reggie did like. I mean, he he stumbled over some words, right? Or said something kind of goofy and my body is ready. But even that came across as charismatic, became a meme and he embraced it and it all went over really well. It worked for him, right? It put him on the map for a lot of people. So yeah, and and it this whole thing, it feels like, okay, it's sad. A, a lot of people have expressed that same sentiment that you were saying, Mike, that uh, they were really sad that the trailer or that the, you know, the reveal that he was leaving or retiring got to them emotionally. Um, but it's like he he's he was around, he did his thing. Oh, he yeah. did a good job. We're happy. Um, and and it's like, yeah, go, you know, go be with your family. Do something else. You deserve it. We're all. It, it's a feel good story. I think at the end of the thing. It's yeah, funny. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't come across as like, oh, he's leaving. This is Nintendo's fucked. I agree with you. Yeah, I just yeah. I just liked seeing him at the conferences. So you know, it'll be sad that he won't yeah. be there, but he deserves it for sure. It, it, I don't think you can be understated how impressive it is to not have any kind of memorable smirch on yeah, your career, yeah, right? Yeah, like none. Because in, in this day and age with Twitter and social media, yeah. it's so easy. To no, but like so not only many that, just gaming just, moments out there. So many. Yeah, but just think of um, uh, Nintendo and Nintendo's as a whole. had down points too in the last few years. Like, but I, it just never seemed to come down on him. Yeah, but like you know. Everybody at Nintendo that you hear about seems like a total standout, like almost like on the level of Walt Disney, right? Like people who define their medium and their and their profession. And again, compare it to like what's happening at Activision with what's his name, Bobby's. I always pronounce Kodak. Kodak. Like people think it's like if he takes over, he it's going to be corporate. They're going to milk it. It's dead. Um, there's no joy there sparked. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've definitely lost a Titan there and hopefully he moves on to bigger, better things or, you know, spends time with his family or something. But yeah, as you but, mentioned, Steve, uh, the guy taking over, his last name is Bowser, which is pretty cool. Let's yeah. see if he can, um, let's see if he can fill those shoes. The, the one thing that makes me really sad about all of this is that we will never get the crossover between Reggie and, uh, PlayStation vice president, Kevin Butler. <laughs> you wanted to see that? I wanted to, that to happen so much. <laughs> Okay. Um, block or grab on Reggie? Grab. grab. <laughs> You're grabbing on Reggie? Grab's ready. Did anybody see somebody made like a me and made him a me fighter, the one in the suit, so he can like live on and smash? <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. Elon, very important. Are you blocking or grabbing on Reggie? I'm a grab. Okay. Thanks, wow. Elon. Thanks, Elon. You're welcome. Okay, so we were done through our recap. We can move on to the summit. Um, seems to be kind of a hot topic, and it's uh, multi-layered there, of course. Uh, so somebody needs to catch me up on the on the uh, on the background of it. Had the list been leaked? So they leaked a list. The official list has now come out, and, and we have a graphic of that. One member that different than the leaked list. Who's different on there? It is, is instead of Chris G. It is now Honeybee. So. Chris G said on Twitter that he was invited and rejected it. I don't know if that's after the list came out, due to the drama. I don't know anything. I did hear him say fucking arrest, didn't he, on Twitter? Something like that. I mean, he was mad about it. Basically, it sounds like at the last minute they took out Chris G for Honeybee. I don't know that for sure. Honeybee seems like a great choice. I thought Chris was fine, too. So, I mean, whatever. 
You know, I, I this is it's, a badass lineup. It's an invitational. I mean, okay, so of those guys, there's only one arguable one, I guess, is like Tyrant isn't a big name recently, but like he's been a big name in NRS. It's not like any of them are random people. Like, and most of them are obvious shoo-ins. It's not like you can invite all 16. That's never been the summit model. So, I mean, at some point, you've just got to be happy with what I, you've got. I think that they missed the boat by throwing in some of the OG guys like a uh, Tom Brady or even, fuck it, an Alex Valle or somebody like that. Yeah, but that's what pissed people off is because the new thing is, like, you got to be so good to get in, and I don't know. But it shouldn't be. This is like a entertainment more than anything it's like they I have, mean, a, I don't they have a slumber party and play video games it's meant to be watched. i don't disagree it's with meant you. to have future gutex and tokido and no that no 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 if it was street fighter maybe but throwing in like guys that have no so i mean i mean it's meant to have personality as it, well it's it, meant it, to it. get people to oh, watch i see your point now i see your point i think justin and or chris g on there would have made it way more fun to watch chris personally. g is very controversial yes and maybe it i don't i don't know it doesn't it doesn't really matter to me um, I think the the whole thing behind this has been, um, of course, the Tweety drama, right? That yeah. I deserve to be on here and I wasn't on here, so now I'm going to throw a tantrum. I get it. And maybe you do deserve deserve to be on there. But guess what? It's Summit, and, and they get to make this, and they get to invite people. And it's it's 100% their rules. And they can they can mess up, sure, if they don't invite the right people then maybe their viewership goes down, but they don't owe any of these guys a damn thing. If they don't invite Sonic Fox, it's like, well, that's probably a wrong move. But guess what? It's your event. And these invitationals where people are so damn entitled, it's like we have these kinds of invitationals here in um, in Arizona every so often just amongst our local crew. And there's, like I've said before on the show, always drama breaks out because people think, oh, so-and-so deserves it or I deserve it. And it's like, get the hell out of here. If you, Maybe that's the case. But, like, you're just going to sit there and, and complain about what you deserve and what you're not getting? Like, go out there and pull yourself up by your bootstraps in this kind of a situation and get there, you know? Like, earn your way onto it a different way. Or maybe life wasn't fair to you for a second. But, like, the way that people just immediately react and, and just flock to the idea of, I'm going to whine about it because I wasn't picked. It's just it, it's great for drama. It's great for publicity. For but it wasn't things. even like fun shit talk drama. It was just like almost pathetic. Yeah. man. it was like. Well, and cringy. he's burned his chances. Tweety has burned his chances, uh, probably at getting in, unless it continues to go even deeper and he he somehow gets back into the good graces of the community by going so far heel that now it's fun to 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 choose him. But you know, uh, the other six competitors that'll be in this event. They uh, they're voted on. Right. That's the, the summit style. And so it becomes something of a popularity contest or, or you know, just whoever the people, whomever the people pick. And um, if Tweety wasn't in there for those first 10, he was probably going to get picked. But because of the way he's conducted himself now, you see people all over social media saying, like, yeah, your chances are super burned. And I think he ends up losing his sponsor over it. And and I'm not I'm not saying all this directly to Tweety because I'm upset with him. It's like. He's just an example, and this is a lesson learned for him. I think that this goes way deeper than just this one isolated incident. It happens virtually every time we see a, a an invitational like this, um, whether it's on the local level or it's on the Smash Summit level. People need to, like, grow the hell up. Here, here, Here's my little defense of, of Here we go. The Steve anger. the Contrarian. Okay. We talk about, uh, you know, 
oh, you did. You if you're not in, you should have done more to earn your way in. You know, we're talking about a game that hasn't been released yet. None of these people have done anything in <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 because nobody's done anything in Mortal Kombat 11. Well, Tweety's lost to Sonic Fox. You are right, in an exhibition and a pre-release exhibition that yeah. doesn't count for anything. Yeah. But you look at the the last NRS game at Evo in Justice 2 last year. The grand finals was Noble was Tweety versus Rewind. Neither of those guys got invitations. You're telling them, oh, they need to do more. They made top eight. They made grand finals of the biggest NRS tournament of 2018 biggest open NRS tournament of 2018. What else can you do? But the, you know, that's, I'm not saying that they haven't thing. necessarily qualified if there's some kind of a rubric, but guess what? That rubric doesn't technically exist. It's, it's smart for someone to probably follow that to an extent because you want to give this, you want to give your event some integrity. So that's not lost on me. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, sometimes things don't go your way. Stop bitching. To me, it would be one thing if it was like seven guys from SoCal and like some of them were like players notably worse throughout NRS history than these guys. They have a great result. I'm, I'm sure Rewind's probably going to be as good at MK11 as anyone and Twitty will be up there. But these are all good picks, man. I mean, come on. This isn't like you're losing to random people here. Like these are all people that I know of way better than them. Actually, Mike, I have a question for you. Who's DJT? DJT was a very, very, very high-level MK uh, X player, and I think he won Evo in, in MK9. Or no, in Injustice 1, right, with Green Lantern? Something like that. He or If he didn't win, he came real close. I also remember mm -hmm. him doing really well during that uh, MKX launch tournament. or like He was a top like, MKX player, yeah, and I'm pretty yeah. sure he was a top Injustice 1 player too. Did you guys see that uh, Sonic Fox was complaining? A, not only did they not use his full fursuit picture. They used a lot of old sponsors. But it's like it's two sponsors ago. Well, yeah, and same with Dragon. He's not sponsored by that team anymore. Or at um, all. Yeah, or at all. <laughs> There's um, they, they, they threw that together real quick. You know, um, we're calling it NRS drama, but I don't think it's necessarily fair to do so. It should be more like... It's FGC drama. It's FGC drama in that this is there's no community that is absent this. Um, I will say though, I haven't. I've spoken to almost everybody on this invitation list before in random sets of uh, circumstances. Whether it's that time we did that video for what was it, Absolute Battle, or was it for Kumite in Tennessee, where we interviewed some MK players? Do you remember that? Might have been Kumite. Yeah, I think it was Kumite. And um, anyway, the, way, the reason I bring this up is because people are saying the NRS community is not uh, inviting or warm or accepting or any of that. I didn't know any of these guys. And granted, I'm there with a camera and a mic, and it's a different situation than, hey, can I play a, a casual set with you? But these dudes were all awesome dudes. In particular, I remember Forever King and Dragon and Foxy Grandpa. Yeah, I mean, I think all it's horseshit that the MK community is not inviting. Most of them are the same as any other FGC people. Most of them play other games, too. Uh, there's a couple bad apples who are pretty loud, but, I mean, you could say the same thing about other games, too. But I wonder and if, the, like... the uh, other thing is, like... How many pe how many big events has Mortal Kombat had over the last few years? You know, this isn't like Street Fighter V where you have opportunities left, right, and center to get on TV, to get on, you know, big, big stages. Mortal Kombat's been out of the spotlight for a while. So, of course, Mortal Kombat fans want to see their own people get the spotlight when, when one of these opportunities comes up. So people aren't necessarily mad like if if uh, 
KP ends up not commentating, they're not going to be mad because he doesn't get this. You know, they're not going to necessarily be mad at this person for for being on commentary. They're going to be mad because one of their own didn't get an opportunity and they've been busting their butt for all these years when there was no spotlight on it. And now that there is a big spotlight on it, they're getting screwed so, over. So a little eyes. bit along those lines, Sleeping Master here in our chat says, it's the whole concept of now everybody wants to come to Mortal Kombat after snubbing us for so long to take our money. And we talked a little bit to Justin about it. It's like whenever there's a new game, you play, you take everybody's money, and then you bounce out. You don't stick around. Somebody make a credible argument against that practice. What do you mean against it? Because people are saying that that's not fair, right? Oh, now it's a new Mortal Kombat game. Now you want to be an NRS player, and who knows if you'll even stick around. So you're not a real NRS player. Right. But Whatever. That shit th- there's pops money up on to Twitter, be b- scooped and up. then it gets buried in the Twitter feed, and then it's gone. I think we need to stop. I think we need to stop like caring about such little, dumb, yeah. playground-level bullshit and just have an event and figure out what went well or figure out what didn't go well and then fix it and, and make it better. But we hold ourselves back so often by just complaining and whining all the damn time. Well, it's well so here's the thing. We, if we talk about fixing this for the next Mortal Kombat uh, Summit, is there even going to be a next Mortal Kombat Summit? Maybe not. Maybe not. Now, someone broke the NDA. It became a big deal. It freaked people out. I don't know. I mean, it does. It, it wasn't a good look for them for this. I mean, they, they shooed someone away. Um, they got someone in who will probably get in anyway. I don't know. Um, let, again, let, but the, the, let me let me play the world's smallest fiddle for Chris G. I know, right? But um, let me just uh, say that one thing again. Um, if Justin Wong decides he wants to play Mortal Kombat 11 right when it comes out, and it's totally his prerogative to stick around or not, and he takes everybody's money and leaves, how are you going to be mad at that and Can't, not mad at yourself? No, there's no good reason for being mad at that at all. Oh, but but people will. Because it's all I'm owed something. It, well, too much. It's like yeah, there's there's basic human rights, but damn it, when we're getting into like I should have been on or so and so should have been on the Mortal Kombat thing and so and so wasn't. It's like guys, guys, come on. So okay, I think we've we've tapped out that uh, that topic of conversation. But what was there to be said about the Smash Summit? The the Smash Summit drama was was mostly centered around. The best a players, not guys. A, a few of the absolute, unlike the MK Summit, where I think obviously all ten of these guys are like huge names, and the game's not even out yet, and the game's not even out yet. The Smash Ultimate has been out, and they chose a couple players who are not great at Smash Ultimate, who are you know melee gods instead to take their like place. Mango, Mango, and Armada. Okay are in the summit and you know neither of them have really placed in any smash and what are people saying oh it's just a popularity contest and the i guess it's hard it's not that many particular people get in it's that tweak who is probably the best smash ultimate player is easily number two or one is not in and then you know the voting process started and he got eliminated because he didn't campaign and so the whole thing became you know this is just a money grab is this really about the scene you know, there was the whole Salem and false drama about, you know, melee players hate Smash that isn't melee, etc. Yet again, it's mostly Twitter drama. I think it's a lot of garbage. Um, if Tweak decides to enter a qualifier to get into Summit, he's going to win, like, almost undoubtedly. And hopefully he does do that, and then hopefully it goes off without a hitch. I personally think putting the melee players on the Smash Ultimate Summit is a great idea. 
for Smash Ultimate. And I really love Smash Ultimate. I can't believe I'm saying that, but like it's probably my favorite game right now. And if you don't think that's going to make Mango fans watch this and then maybe play Smash Ultimate, you're an idiot. That's exactly what's going to happen. If you lose two good Smash Ultimate players, let them get voted on. Yeah. And this isn't that big a deal. And just to take it a little bit further, who do you, how, how do you think the Melee players will do? Terrible. I think they'll get destroyed. <laughs> and that's part of the fun, too. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, I think, they'll get, I think they'll get destroyed. So there you go. All right. Um, chat, what do you all think? Block or grab on voted fun. in invitationals. Block for, no, that's garbage. Grab for, I love it, and this is going to be entertaining uh, format and stream for me to watch. We have so many tournaments nowadays. So many. Like, the Summit is cool, and people love it, and, like, being on it would be a huge boon for any player. But, like, the fact of the matter is you can win a tournament later on, and people are going to think you're great. Like, missing the Summit isn't going to ruin your career. I promise. Yeah, exactly. That's a good Sucking point. Sucking will ruin your career. And being a little hey guys, asshole. Um, yes? oh, sorry. Uh, the, uh, the Street Fighter V um, patch is live, and Capcom has put up some uh, changes that have happened, like uh, some patch notes, basically. Are you going like to hit changes. us with it live, John? Breaking news? So I might have – I think I have to jump off here. I'm God damn things. it. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, are and, there and actual patch notes? That. Like, are there changes? There, well, uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet. But Cammy, um, the distance Cammy travels for her backwards recovery became longer than normal. So this has been unified to other recovery distances. Like a a little things like backdashes. It looks like when you V reversal, um, sometimes it would KO a character at the end of the round. But they yeah, fix it sounds it. like bug know. fixes. Hey, at least link it to us if yeah. you're gonna bail, so that we can sure, uh, sure, 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 so sure. That we can chat about it here on the show. In the meantime, you know, um, John, as always, it's a pleasure having you on the show, and thank you for making time. I know that if uh, I if I can was... crank it out real quick, then I'll I'll jump back on. I, I really apologize. No, you're good. Um, in the meantime, while we pull up these uh, changes, let's talk about what's on everybody's mind, and that, of course, is this badass shit right here, bra. Here, you want to cut to it, Ron? Look at this. Look at this, guys. Well, as you notice, the editor for these videos got a lot better. <laughs> I don't know if it's a different dude or like he just put an extra ten minutes into it, but it looks it looks a lot better. Um, unfortunately, I don't think the costumes look a lot better. Kage, <laughs> Kage looks like shit. Sagat looks fine, but it kind of looks like he like fell into a costume cabinet. You're, you're, yeah, you're not a that. fan of Butler Kage. Let, 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 let's. I'm gonna go here frame by frameies on it. Um, brand new costumes. Okay, first of all. Why? That's it. That's the question. Why? It just—it's stupid. Why is he wearing a suit? It makes no and sense. A fucking monocle. Yeah, it does feel like. Hey, let's just put him in a suit now. Um, okay, so that's. Who Kage. does it look good in a suit though? Kage. First of all, he looks this, so dang tiny. Look at him. He's a little dude. This this is a man about his business. He's so a, that looks kind of cool. Business man. He's a business man. <laughs> Okay, so this is like like I would play that costume. I think it's random as shit. One, it's like put a beard on him. He looks a little bit like Geef facially. <laughs> he looks um, cool. Though. Why does he have a do rag on? And I mean, I'm just uh, I'm just a little bit curious. I don't know, man. You're not feeling it? Okay, no, I, I like it. I no, just but but random. but but the real cool shit was everybody was like, "Hey, what's going on, on this on the stage here?" Let me see if I can find a good uh, frame of it. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. All right. So there's Sodom. There's um, Sodom. Hagger back here on the back left. But, there's you know, left. Abigail's in the back of the stage, and we've had characters in the back of the stage before, so I don't think this counts out Sodom or anything like that. 
personally. There's like every freaking Final Fight character back fact, there. Hugo's Sodom, back there. Sodom's model is like front and center. And who else is front and center? Abigail. So maybe that means they're confident in that model and, you know, they're going to use it. Maybe okay, well, there in the back left-ish, uh, you have those, the Andros brothers or whatever they're called. Um, what are they? Yeah, Hugo it's, and it's Andor. Like is that heavy machinery in the background? Way in the back? Is that the name of a character? Yeah, I mean, oh, there, there, there's Rolento. That's a, that's a wrestling reference. None okay. of y'all on that. Yeah, sorry about that. None of y'all on that NXT business. Uh, well, speaking of not that, Rolento's in the top left of the screen. <laughs> hey, there he is. Now, um, Elon pointed something out to me that this, and that I just I, I should have just realized without even having to be told, but this is a Ring of Destiny, as in like the most important ring of the year, slash where in canon the tournament is taking place. And it's kind of a reskin of the, uh, or a rehash of the uh, skyscraper, top of a skyscraper from Street Fighter 4. This ain't no finished ultimate ring battle stage. Nah, I mean, they're, all the stages are just kind of random stuff thrown together. Well, I think it looks fine to me. See, 10 bucks if you want it by itself. So, of course, uh, or at least I'm assuming, like in the past years, also, hey, new colors that nobody asked for. Um, like in previous years, if you pay for the CPT 2019 Premier Pass, it uh, goes towards the price, the ultimate price pool for the Capcom Cup. 20 bucks seems kind of steep. In the past years, Steve, I have a question. Have they. Um, you know, you could also have used the one like when we have a uh, a guest, Elon. No, just put put an empty box there. Okay. All right. Well, uh, anyway, so we never know. They tell a percentage of this will go towards the purse. Do we know how much? And then at the end of the year, do we know what percentage of that ultimate prize pool was because of the CPT? Have they ever announced that to your knowledge? Do you remember? They announced it during e season two. Uh, they did make a public statement of what percentage that was, and I don't remember off the top of my head what that percentage like ended up being. Like um, I, I would assume it's different now because it is a different price point, $20 for the bundle instead of 25 So um, I don't know if that will be a – if that will prorate or if it will be a different rate because of – uh, the costs in order to create and maintain this sort of stuff. Uh, but I would assume that there will still be a significant chunk that goes to prizing for this. All right, guys, let's do a blocker grab on these frickin' costumes. Block, 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 grab, 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 block, and grab, block, grab, block, backslash, grab, or forward slash. All right, let's start off with Kage La Cagaron on this one. Um, his little... Horns look like cat ears. Blocker grab on this. I mean, I thought Kage looked like shit from the get-go. Um, he plays like shit. Um, his gameplay makes no sense. His kit doesn't work at all. Um, he's <laughs> terrible, and he looks bad. So I'm going to block on everything about Kage. He is gross. <laughs> Steve, you look great now in the Infinite Azure. Blocker Thank grab. You. Look, Kage combines the class of Black Butler with the sensibility of Mr. Belvedere. I don't know how you can go wrong with that. That's a grab all day, every day. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, Alon, would you block or grab on La Cagaron? Uh, he needed something to fancy up the horns, so I'm a block. I agree with that, actually. If he had had, like, a cool, like, horn thing going on, I don't know. Yeah, like, maybe, like, a ring on his horn or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. 
Maybe if they made him longer and cooler, like when Hellboy is like in full Hellboy status. Nah. All right, next costume, uh, Sagat. Oh, man. It's, like, clearly kind of a weird costume, but, like, at the same time, I think it looks kind of cool. Um, I have a weird thing where I get worried about, like, the characters being too different looking from how they normally look, and I think it makes the game look harder to follow and a little less professional. Okay. I think there's something about, like, always looking the same when you're playing sure. Sagat. You know, like, the colors are different, but I don't think the costume should be that different. That being said, I think it looks cool. If the costume code removes his coat, um, sold. Steve, blocker grab. I think that's a big difference maker for me, because as is, it looks a little too much like Zangief for my yeah, taste. Yeah, it does look a little like Zangief. You know, uh, if, if the, take off the coat, and I, I'm a fan, but as of right now, i got to block. Dark Hollow says that the costume code does remove his coat, so I'm back on board. Okay, so so, so I will grab as well. It should come with AirPods. <laughs> he, if he had AirPods, it'd be the easiest grab ever. Oh, what about Kage if they put AirPods on? Yeah, I, I would grab any character with AirPods. <laughs> Elon, blocker grab. So I have a question, Steve, since you're the wrestling expert of the group. Is this Apparently. anything? N1, what was that? Th what the fuck is N1WC? Uh, that would be... The no one nice would one world championship. <laughs> it's no one would care champion because this is terrible. I'm a block. <laughs> wow. Take that, dude. Wow. Good one, Elon. You got him. All right. Um, so that was the block grab on those costumes. Block grab in general on new colors for the existing cast. I like colors more than costumes. I mean, I guess that makes That's me like traditional. Like, in the sense that, like, I just think it should be the character and the difference should be the color. But okay. that's me. Okay. Steve, block or grab? I, I, in general, I block on colors simply because I feel like if you buy a costume, you should own all of the colors of that costume. You should own all of the palette variations. I'm fine with selling costumes. This rubs me a little, a little wrong. Just in general, so I will black. I I will block. Wow, <laughs> I will black. The thing, there's so many costumes now. It's like you're not gonna like, and black, it's not like the black. tournaments have every costume. So it kind of takes away from the whole like this guy plays this color, this costume, like banana like, can or something. Yeah, something like that. Because like a lot of the costumes like, and their colors you'll never ever see. And like maybe they play them at home, but maybe they don't because they're never gonna get to play them on a tournament setup. Okay, yeah. we, we we do have other topics here, like a world Wait, esports. Don't, don't I get a blocker grab on the colors? Yes, you do. I'm sorry. Yeah, no one would care. <laughs> Double dip on the joke, huh, Lon? That's called a callback. Okay, cool. You're welcome. <laughs> so I'm just glad that we're getting some sort of news, but yeah. as you know, it is easy for us as tournament player fan, tournament players and tournament fans to get caught up on on this side and not the the gameplay side. So I'm glad to see a patch, but I would hope that we have some sort of news coming about a new character so, uh, or right. something. Um, I was going to say, let's, uh, let's uh, save Evo games list predictions for the, okay. for the end. We have the patch notes here. We're looking at them live with you guys. Um, Mike, what stands out to you here? Looking at, obviously here's the DLC stuff, DLC. fighting chance. Okay. System changes. Ryu, bug fix. Cami, bug fix. The Cami bug fix is relevant because, like, 
a longer backwards recovery can screw up setups a little bit, but you know it's a bug fix. Mika. Okay, Laura. The Blanca, uh, the Blanca freeze frame glitch is now is reportedly gone. Yeah. With this patch, no big surprise there. Yeah, they're all bug fixes. None of them are like the System. most major one, obviously by a lot, being the Blanca one, which was like Short-lived. the most broken one. Like maybe the most broken glitch I ever remember in a fighting game. Like <laughs> he was 10-0 the best character in the game. Like banned tier. It's like 11 like negative one. Like he was completely broken. Okay. So, okay. Ready to go. There is, you know, one more new costume with this. Uh, that's the new fighting chance one, the Geef. Oh I yeah. I just threw a link. Where that at? Yeah, I just, I just threw a link in the doc. So we can okay, pull it up. Isn't that the one that's exactly like his normal costume, but he has a mask? Oh, <laughs> I man. fucking love it. Dude. That makes him a completely different guy, though. It's like Captain. It's like Mr. America. He looks a lot like Hulk Hogan, but he's not Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I like Mr. America, and I like this fighting chance thing. <laughs> All right, give me a second. Let me get it. Now, I've never attempted the fighting chance shit, but don't you have to like win three pieces of costume over a certain amount of time, and then you have it? Or am I making that up? Am I misunderstanding how that works? There was something like that. I don't remember. No, what it was called I think fighting. fighting chance. I think fighting chance is the loot box. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me pull in this. Um, yeah. The, this the, the, you're, th- here. you're thinking of extra battle. Okay. And what's that all about? Isn't that how you get those extra costumes? battle? Is how you got like the monster hunter costumes and like I think some of the Mega Man costumes and stuff. Yeah, that's the one where you have to win like three or four different sets to get the entire costume. You win a piece each week or two. All right, check this out here. Let me just fill the uh, frame here. All right, whoops. Let me start from the beginning. Here it goes. This is a good costume to me. Like, you can still, it still kind of looks like Zangief, but like, you don't really know. But, like, where are his eyes? Who knows? It's who like knows just... who that even is? <laughs> it's like the Spider-Man suit where it covers the eyes. Okay. Except it's not white. It's black. I think that they should not have done it like that. How, how, how would you have done it? You know, it just doesn't look intentional. The eyes. Also, the color the on his, <laughs> the color on his mask doesn't match the color of his shorts or his boots. Yeah, well, it's overrated. The okay. The hell, so blocker grab on that delayed blocker grab on this the geef. I grab on the geef. All right, even without the AirPods. Yeah, even without AirPods. Steve. I grab all day, every day. This I wish his name was like Mystery Man costume. X though, <laughs> yeah, instead okay. of the like, geef, like Racer X. Elon. See that? Two different colors. <laughs> is couldn't it just be like one oh, is matte back. and one is glossy? I don't care. I'm blocking because it looks different. The man has spoken. Okay, so there's nothing really to report, and John left for no reason. He just needs to write an event hubs article that says yeah, bugs fixed. These are like, and these are really kind of obscure bugs, other than the Blanca one. I mean, I haven't read them all. Maybe maybe one of these is a pretty big deal, but I, I don't think they are. Mika, if VX shooting Peach was blocked and the opponent performed a counterattack at the fastest time, Mika was at a distance further than she'd been yeah, since version that's... bug fixes. All right. So uh, before we get to the evil lineup, which is our topic. Oh, of yeah. The, the Mega Man roll costumes look weird. Oh, we should have blocked grabbed on them. The Mega Man one looks kind of neat. Yeah, I like the Mega Man one. The roll one's a little. The roll one's uh Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brawlhalla or Brawlhalla, if you will, has announced a half a million season four. That's the Where news are these to people? me season four tour. 
I am familiar enough with the game to know that it exists. I'm sure that the Smash community is very well aware of Brawlhalla. Is it really popular online or something? Because, I mean, I remember I've been at, like, multiple dream hacks where Brawlhalla was there, and there'd be, like, a thousand setups and no one playing. Like, I looked it up online. They don't have, like, a big wiki or forum that they all seem to go to. Like, if you look it up on Twitter, there's not, like, a Brawlhalla Twitter scene talking about the game. So, like, it exists... But it doesn't seem popular to the point where it gets this prize money. It, I'm wondering, like, it must be doing well somehow if they have that so, money to right? throw at it. Somehow. Well, this is a, a game that is scheme. free to play. So th oh, this is a game that, you know, the base game is free, but you, you buy the costumes and whatnot. The other thing to keep in mind, too, is, like, this is in that, that platform fighter genre where you have Smash... And you got everything else in this little bitty square. So you have to do something spectacular to jump out of this itty bitty square where you've got games like Brawlhalla, where you've got uh, Rivals of Aether, uh, Icons. Was it Icons, that game? Who's that was the best sort of... Brawlhalla player? Like, I looked that up once and I couldn't figure it out. Like every game you can figure out who the best player is if you look it up. I don't know, man. I'm pulling up a cinematic launch trailer here. I think the mob is behind this one. That's my current. That's my current but, theory. But what I'm, what I'm, the point I was trying Brawlhalla. to make with that is that for a game like Brawlhalla, where the competition is so tight to get any sort of space, you have to make this big investment into esports to to give yourself to say, hey, this is what we're going to stand stand on. We're going to be the esports game in this genre. We're going to offer up more money than you'd get with Smash. And we're a great game. Let's let's you know come on check us out. So this is this is so much more important to the to the success of this game than it would be for something like Dragon Ball Fighters, where we expect a bigger tour like that. I blew it there with the video that I downloaded because it had zero gameplay in it, and which is what I was interested in. Let's see if this does me a little better. I don't know, man. It looks like a game I used to play on Newgrounds. I'm not. <laughs> Should I, I shouldn't even bother. I'm saying? like 100% convinced they're laundering money through this game at this point. Like <laughs> I have, you could not change my mind. Um, <laughs> then that's says more about you and your uh, confirmation bias, I guess. I don't know. Um, all right. Moving on, then we won't even bother playing a reasonable trailer. But shoutouts to them and their half a million season four tour and for making it to season four. It's almost as many seasons as CPT has had, to be perfectly honest. So take that. Now, what everybody's been waiting to talk about, the World Esports League, 50,000 euros competition. Steve? Um, could I make? Could I mention one thing before we jump into that? If you must. All right. Uh, remember that Evo pre game prediction contest that we're running? I mentioned uh, we started this two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh -huh. You've got about a half hour to get your votes in. So if you videos. haven't done so already, go to tinyurl.com slash contest to make your predictions as to which games will get in. Uh, the final, I, I will close the ballots a little after we end the show. Um, one person will win a copy of the game of their choosing from the Evo lineup. So get on that. Hey, John. Hey, Check out I this gameplay know. of Brawlhalla while, while you tell us what's up. Oh, oh, nice. This looks like Smash. 
<laughs> yeah, this is actually one of my locks for uh, what I think will be at Evo this year. I think it's like <laughs> take up two slots on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, any reasoning why that would happen? Well, just because it's a really well put together game. It's had a lot of good PR. It's been on everyone's radar quite a bit lately. So it's like it just... If you had Evo and you didn't have this game, it wouldn't feel like a real Evo, you know? And I don't think anyone would take it seriously. All the other games would suffer. So, yeah. I've actually played this one time. I was bored on, like, a random Monday that I had off and uh, played it with a friend. It was actually pretty fun. All right. Well, thank you for that. So did you write your article, Bugs Fixed? Yeah, the Blanca glitch was removed. I guess that's newsworthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> thank you for coming back, uh, yeah. by the way. I can tell the process is very long and arduous, writing an article. <laughs> Well, this was all just copy paste and put it into code, make a banner, and that was it. Right. Did you know that it was? You did, can, did, you, did you have an idea that it was going to be patched, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to work smart, not hard, and be ready to go? We do make skeleton stories when there's well, like I already have the the Evo lineup reveal story completely made, uh, and there's just like fill in the blanks of like as they reveal the games, but like smart. the streams in there and everything, and everything. yeah, so. So sometimes we do get ready to go. For this one, no, it wasn't ready at all. This was all from scratch. Okay. So is it similar to how like they write obituaries for famous people? Yeah, just okay. the blank space they can fill it in. Okay. Grab a picture, throw it in there, and that's yeah. Right on. Uh, I was gonna turn that into a joke about Street Fighter Five, but then I decided to move on. Okay. Um, Wednesday night fights season includes an event on NBC. This is still Brawlhalla. Please stop showing this. <laughs> 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 I'm going to take it off my timeline so he can't even accidentally show it. Um, this, to me, is interesting. We've had, of course, Street Fighter V, plenty of airtime with E-League. Um, certainly, Evo has been on there. I believe the Capcom Cup was also uh, on ESPN. So yes. it's not like it's new to it. To me, th- what's new to this is that it's like kind of – it's not really a local, but it's an exhibition. NorCal versus SoCal. Um, Steve, let me pull up what you had sent us. You sent us the um, the link to the thing. Um, but it's kind of an interesting time slot. They're putting it after Saturday Night Live, which ends at midnight. So let me uh, find that link while you guys talk about how cool or not cool this is. This is this is Pacific time, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it will start at uh, 10 Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern. So oh, okay. this is late, late night. You know, this is sort of no one's watching. So it's not a huge risk for NBC to do this. I mean, they they have had late night poker in that spot. Uh, they've had other shows in that spot. There, so. there was a, I couldn't tell you what it was called, but and it wasn't Ladies Man, but it was a Tim Meadows sketch from Saturday Night Live. And one of the jokes he kept bringing up was, um, he's like, Thank you for tuning in. If you're just jumping in with us, it's it is one o'clock in the a.m. and it was that was one of the. You're the listening jokes, to the Quiet funny. Storm. Is that what Storm it was? Sound. Yes. So that's funny that uh, we're talking about SNL, and sure enough, it will be one o'clock in the a.m. for the <laughs> Eastern viewers. But you know, like, so the first thing we gravitate to is, oh, it's it's going to be super late on a Saturday and such, and yeah, it's not the it's not prime time. But the fact that it's on, uh, you know, a standard television channel like this after one of probably the most popular shows, you know, it's been running for forever. Um, I think that that's a victory. And and as quick as we might go to poo-poo on it, I don't think that's uh, it's really the right thing to do. Yeah, it seems fine. So let's – no, no, no. I think this is great, and I'm happy for Alex White because he's probably getting paid 
And uh, it's Team SoCal versus Team NorCal, and they already have some of the lineup announced. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the, the rest of the team will be filled out by Wednesday Night Fights uh, competitors. But here we go. Team NorCal, Samurai. He's the captain. He's got LPN, <coughs> Alex Myers, and two blank wildcard spots. Then we have Team SoCal with Chris T. He's the captain on that team, and he's got Dan Cadillus and SD Pinoy. Damn, NorCal's going to get their ass kicked. And then two wild cards. You don't know who the wild cards are in SoCal are. Or NorCal, rather. Bush and Style's got to be one of them. Because who's more wild than that? Thank you. Thank you, John. Um, Okay. So that's neat. Don't you think, John? Yes. I agree with what you said. Okay, cool. (laughs) So. (laughs) What? What are people saying in the chat? uh, Yeah, yeah. Type in the chat who you think are going to be the wild cards, boys. What did we get? Daigo or somebody say something like that? Super Saiyan Blue Bush and stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. <laughs> okay, so um, cool. Good for them. Uh, let's move on to another topic, guys. Are you ready? <laughs> we had a question of the day. So we're going to talk about the Evil Games list. The question of the day, however, was Steve. Uh, yeah, we the predict or the reveal is going to be taking place uh, at the top of the hour, you know, just under an hour from now. So uh, we asked you what is going to be the most surprising game to make the Evo 2019 game list. And what do you think will be the most surprising game to be left out? Uh, Starting with Nuticon, he said that we'll be pleasantly surprised to see Eunice make the cut, but everyone will be devastated to see Dragon Ball fighters left out due to rights. And because, legal nonsense. Because Unib had a year where it was the biggest anime game by far. It was getting hundreds of entrants to tournaments, and they left it out that time. And I hope they, I hope they bring it in this time for the Unis players. But God, they miss a chance on this game, like four years ago. Mm. Okay. Uh, next, uh, Thujal said that people will be surprised, but shouldn't be, when melee is dropped. DOA was never going to make the list anyway, but it will give the masses a chance to meme on core values. Who knows what's going to happen with DBZ, though? Wouldn't be surprised if that didn't make it at this point. I just had a, a thought. Uh, if we get the old melee gods into ultimate and the summit is one way to do that, would that then have the entire community of melee fans migrate over? Would that no, be one no. step closer to getting rid of melee? No, no they'll there just get rid is of no enough. way... Melee fans are going to leave Melee. They are there for the long haul. That's a long ass fucking haul. It um, is the longest. It's slowing of down long though. Hauls. I mean, I think there. I, I don't think. I don't think Melee is going to be around for ten more years. But we'll see. Maybe I'll be wrong. Um, and then the other point here that I was reminded of is that I freaking downloaded on Monday the Dead or Alive demo, which I thought it was just a demo, but in fact it was an online beta that had already run out. Did any of you guys play Dead or Alive over the weekend? No. Core values uh, I, for I, it. My thoughts were elsewhere. Okay. So. Well, um, what about you, Alon? You didn't play it? Nope. Okay. So, moving on to the next one. I've got core values. And yeah. <laughs> How many times did you watch the core values video? <laughs> <laughs> the next one, please, Elon. Johnny Folk says that. Uh, we'll be surprised by seeing Punch Planet on the main stage. I would be shocked, but sure. Uh, Travis B says that Melee will be the most surprising omission this year. Uh, 
Dakota Tifton says DOA making it out after making it in, excuse me, after the Evo Japan fiasco and Evo's poor reaction can only hope that wizard announces it by saying the next game has a lot of unbuttons the shirt to reveal another shirt that says core values. Uh, surprising <laughs> game left out would be soul caliber six and or DBFZ. Uh, and then of course we got to bring it home with home muffin who says that now that fight of the gods has net play, the choice is clear. Come see his Buddha. <laughs> Who did you pick that one time? You picked Moses? Moses. Who was... Uh, Fubar? Fubar played Buddha. Okay. That was a good time. Shout out to Fubar Duck. All right. Uh, so those that's what the people who responded to our Twitter question of the day had to say. What do we have to say? First of all, if we're going to make our EVO lineup predictions, we need to just decide now on a number of games that we think will lock it in so that we can have a proper discussion. I think that you were saying six, but no, I don't think it's not going to be six. That was just me. So either. we could say seven. Now, of course, the argument for one or the other is, man, finals on a Friday is tough. It's too much, too many bodies, too much of that. However, if Evo has more games, they get more entrance, they get more money, they get more foot tracking. It's obviously they're incentivized to put in more games. So where's John? Did you go? I per- I personally think that we're, we're going to see a nine-game list. You know, the more I, I think it, about it, I think we're going to have more games than I want. But, yeah, we'll see. Where the hell's John? What did he – Elon, what did you do? I didn't do nothing. Maybe he had to go write another article. <laughs> I'll be back in three minutes then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? If he comes on, you hang up on him, Elon. Okay, but I also have to hang up on Steve then. Steve? Shit. All right. I, I, I will sacrifice myself for the statement. <laughs> okay. But then you call right back, and we let you back on. All right, moving on. Let's go with eight. Okay. That's okay. a lot of fucking spots for us to uh, speculate on. So here we go. What are your top eight games that will definitely make it? All right. Or what we could do is go down and start to compile a list. I actually have not really pre-thought about this that hard. I'm thinking about it now. So let's look at the obvious ones. Street Fighter Five. And Tekken are, you know, like the big games that have never had any licensing issues. So there you go. I think Mortal Kombat 11 similarly has not run into licensing issues in the past. Those three seem like absolute no-brainers. I can't imagine why Smash Ultimate wouldn't make it as number four. Um, It's a new game. Wait, what was your three? Melee? Uh, no, three was Mortal Kombat 11. Okay, right, Now, right. the big thing with Smash Ultimate, and the reason it might not have made it is because it wasn't at Evo Japan. That being said, I think it'll be there. I feel the same way about Dragon Ball Fighters. I think that... So five is Dragon Ball Fighters. So five is Dragon Ball Fighters. I think Dragon Ball Fighters not being at Evo would be, like, the woe moment of this. I think it's possible, too. I don't think it's likely, but I think it's possible. Um, Melee. I want Melee not to be there every year because I'm a hater, but I also believe Melee will be well, there. Well, then you only have two spots because we said we were capping it at eight. Sure. I don't see any anime okay. games um, on here, and they always have anime games there. Well, Dragon Ball Fighters is kind of an anime But, game. you know. So it's weird, and I think if we're going to eight, I think, man, maybe. I, I think Steve's right about nine, to be honest. So eight's going to be hard. I think DOA will be there. They gave it a slot at Evo Japan to have all that reveal stuff, right? Like, they went into it. Unless it got knocked off because of the core values thing, which it no, seems like that no, wouldn't happen. No, no, no. It seems like DOA will be there. Soul Calibur? 
And Soul Calibur, unless, like, they've been really big on letting companies, like, you know, put their games in there. Like, since Arxis became a big part of Evo, they've let Arxis have two or three games every year. So it seems like Soul Calibur as the other Bandai Namco fighting game will be there. Well, then what's up with your ninth, then? We'll go the to nine. The ninth game was going to be BB Tag, if I was going to say that. And, and so that's that it? You're capping be, it there? That would be the upper end of my list, with the least, the games most likely to not be in there being BB Tag and SC6. All right, uh, Steve, we're on to you. All Number right. one. Uh, let's go, let me just go down the list. Street Fighter Five. this is the lock of all locks. Yeah. Tekken 7 as well. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, it, it would be impossible in my mind to see a brand new Mortal Kombat game not make the list. So there's three there. Okay. Smash Ultimate, assuming there's no licensing issues, which probably won't, uh, that would be in there as well. Same thing with Dragon Ball Fighters. You know, they weren't able to get it done for Evo Japan, but I do think they're going to get it in. Uh, they'll get the deal done to make it. Uh, it th- there's no way the most popular game from last year's Evo doesn't return. So there's five right there. Okay. Uh, Six, seven, eight, nine, please. Let's go with Super Smash Brothers Melee. You know, the. I, I feel like this is going to be the last year that Melee makes it in because of this, gro- this growing tension between the Melee community and Evo. You know, for, for Melee, it's Evo is a big tournament, and Evo, you know, they act like they're the big tournament, so they feel like there isn't as much respect, isn't as much to do uh if you're if you're a Smash fan, as there are other events, but Steve, so far you have an identical list to Donka. Uh, there's there's a few. There might be a surprise or two. Uh, the next one, number seven, I'm gonna go Blaze Blue Tag. Uh, again, it's you have to have some sort of anime there. It's it's a game that's continuing to get updates. It's part of the Arxis World Tour. I feel like it's going. And you look at the other two options, uh, Guilty Gear has kind of fallen off here, uh, and certainly Central Fiction. You know, those games have the, have the fan base still, but uh, not quite as popular. So I do feel like that one will get in. Number eight is Soul Calibur. You know, it, it feels like you can't have just one 3D fighter this year uh, with, with three uh, popular ones in Tekken, Soul Cal, and DOA 6. Soul Cal always had the edge in my mind in that race for the second one. Uh, I think the core value stuff sort of ended any hope in my mind of no DOA making Money the cut. Talks. If, and they, then, if they were promoting the game on stage, that means that they paid to be there and to have that airspace. That means that they're well, paying to get their game uh, promoted in any way, shape, or form. And Evo is one of the biggest stages. And you better believe that if it's not at Evo, it's missing the boat. And therefore, I think the DOA will be there. But you are about to tell us your ninth. But how, how do you go from saying this doesn't represent what we're all about to let's give it our the biggest stage we can possibly go? I feel the way that was handled means that in my mind, DOA does not make it. Money talks. I just feel like the deal was already made. They let them do that big presentation at Evo. I mean, maybe it's not related. And to the they game, let it but... play out for so long. Come on, I'm not saying it's like some conspiracy, and they like totally did it for the controversy of it. But it didn't feel 
I don't know. No, I am putting a tinfoil hat on. Number nine, please. Number nine. This is where our lists differ. Under night in birth exe latest. I do feel that that this is my flyer. You know, this is what I feel least conf- confident in. But this is a game that continues to grow in excitement, to grow in interest. Uh, you look at this past year, and you've had so many big Eunice tournaments in the U.S. This is, and this is a game that you know it's it's always been popular, but I don't think it's ever been. It was more this popular, popular like five years ago when it came out. But there weren't as many other options there. You know, like I said, there's like 15 different games that you could argue could make it in the Evo list. I feel like in this crowded space, this feels more impressive right now, what this community is doing, especially since with so many other anime games, you know, hot over the last couple of years. I think it gets the final spot. Certainly nobody thinks that Injustice will be here, right? No, Injustice won't be there. I mean, there's a few games that I think are obviously out. The big ones that are like we're missing that, you know, are mentioned are like Guilty Gear has been in, you know, three years in a row, I think. Um, it could make it for sure. I, it's not like I have uh, – I'm sure it won't be in. But I feel like it's had a good reign, and I think it's it's gone down on the hype ladder. So I think if they're going to take out a game, that'll be it. Um Grand Blue doesn't seem like it's going to be out in time, and it also is like I doubt it would get in for the first time just because. People are then, asking about Jump Force. <laughs> then again, BB Tech. Well, Jump Force is going to have its own Evo, so that's a, <laughs> that's a different story. Um, what else? Eunice, as Steve said, that has a chance. Um, not a we, lot I, else. I want to see like a, a I'm, side I'm tournament junk of indie fighters. Dude, is Malian Huck going to make it? No, it's going to make it. I, we actually have a list of uh, some of our pr- fans' predictions from the contest that we brought. Where, where are they at? Uh, they're in the drive right here. Uh, so this was as of a couple hours ago at this point. That's pretty sick. Uh, yeah, and, you know, it's pretty clear uh, who, what the favorites are, what everyone thinks are the locks, you know. The top five all have over 90% confidence. Um it gets a little sketchy when you talk about, you know, does Melee get in? Do they run two Smash games? Does Exurb return? Before. You know, then you've got those curveballs out there, like King of Fighters. No. What about Samurai Spirits? What about Grand Blue? Is Samurai Spirits even out yet? Have they, when, when does that game launch? 2019. Grand Blue and Samurai <laughs> Spirits seem like... Long they could. Shots. It seems like long shots. If they were gonna be out, I feel like we would have heard that by now, right? If yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna release a game in Q2, you probably have said that by what? the end of Q1. But we've seen, especially you know, last year with Arcs, you know, with uh, Arxis marching to Evo on that blue black background. You know that green screen cowboy stuff. Uh, that they're using this as an opportunity to promote. So, is, do you think it's outside the possibility that one of those games all. gets announced and I then immediately they say, "Hey, you'll get a chance." Like in April, you know, we're launching in April or we're launching in May. You know, they they announce the date on the Evo reveal. You think that's outside the realm of possibility? 
No, no, I think that's very inside their own possibility. And in fact, that wouldn't shock me at all tonight if one of them, if Wiz was like, this game's coming out and Evo's its first big tournament. But I also don't think it's going to happen. But it wouldn't shock me. So John in the chat has given his uh, games, and they're identical to y'all's, except for the DOA. He didn't say, he hasn't given us his ninth title yet, actually. I'll, I'll give John a ninth title. Uh, I want to make a case for Guilty Gear. There's been all of those rumors circulating that they're going to finally go for uh, yeah. Exert Rev 3. And since Arxis has been such a big presence at EVO in the past one or two years, I feel like that would be the perfect opportunity for them to announce that game and would be the perfect opportunity to have like the going away party for Exert Rev 2. It's possible for sure. Yeah. What they should do is put Street Fighter 4 in there. Ew. God, remember when the first Evo after Street Fighter 4 was out and people were like, Street Fighter 4 will definitely make it alongside Street Fighter 5. <laughs> Do you remember that? I, I try to forget every day. That one... I remember when everybody said that they would enter Street Fighter 4 tournaments and then like 95% of them didn't even attend one. Remember when people were talking about Third Strike, like when the 30th anniversary collection was coming out that they were going to enter all the tournaments and uh, yeah, that didn't happen. Oh anymore. yeah, yeah. That, that happens every time a collection comes out. Like, okay, this is my chance to really get good at this game. I'm going to do that. Hell, I got, I picked up a copy, an extra copy of uh, 30th anniversary for that exact purpose. But you know what? I'm going to give it away as a second prize in, in the <laughs> Evo contest. You're just giving it away, huh? Sloppy seconds yep, on that. Give me, give me just a second. This, I will say, I will say, in the devil's advocate case that Melee doesn't make it, I think this year has a lot more reason to not make it than the past. Because of Ultimate? Ultimate is out. They want to push that. Armada retired. Mango has been playing Ultimate and streaming way more than he's been practicing Melee. I mean, we're at the point where, you know, you've lost a lot of the gods and a lot of the most popular players. And... I do think if it was going to happen, it would be this year or next year. Steve, what so, you got there? I think there's a chance. I got a beautiful copy uh, unopened of unopened, Street Fighter. unopened because I, I I haven't really. I bought this as a contest, but then whoever won it wanted the digital version, mm -hmm. so I've hung on to it, thinking okay. You know, either I'll play it or I'll give it away. And you know what? I'm going to give it away. I'm not showing the front because it is pretty much all blue and it screws up. Now uh, let's see it. The chroma key. <laughs> let's see it. Yeah, that's totally There's a world where where, <laughs> Matt, where Nintendo says, like, please finally bury this game. Here's the shovel. Yeah. They want Melee to go They want away. Melee gone. It so does nothing bad. for them. It's bad for them at this point. Like, they'd rather have them play Ultimate. So well, we'll find out in about forty minutes. We have ten minutes to shoot the shit, uh, and we're out of topics. So could just end the damn show. Oh, we 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 didn't talk about the second thing. I interrupted. What you got? What's the second thing? Uh, the World Esports League announced a new uh, fifty thousand euro competition for Tekken Seven. Uh, it's going to be online. Up, uh, there's going to be four online tournaments. Uh, one in the Americas, one in Europe, one in Asia, and one in Oceania. Uh, the top eight from those online single elimination tournaments will make the uh, 
the offline finals, which will be held in Capri, Italy. And there will be a 50,000 euro prize uh, for those top 32. Now, 20,000 of that is going to be cash, or excuse me, 30,000 euro is going to be cash. Uh, the other 20,000 is, uh, they can they count the uh, accommodations as prizes. So everyone's everyone who makes it is going to have their flight and hotel paid for there. But uh, only top four in the offline event get cash on top of that. But still, you know, uh, another opportunity for players to get a not small de- amount of money. So, I think that's a terrible thing. Go Why? on. March 11th is my birthday, so they should just give me the prize money. But, you know, they didn't do their due diligence in doing the research about how important of a day that is. And instead, they're just going to start this tournament series. I think uh, I think that's a big shame. Okay. I'm very disappointed. Well, March 5th is my birthday, and I believe Isn't that's it? next Tuesday. So um, if Melee doesn't make it in, I'll give away something. <laughs> that's the uh, the Melee doesn't make it in Mike's birthday bonanza. We're going to be 23. Somebody please clip that. Is this the tournament you're holding in your uh, <laughs> party tournament, tournament series in your uh, Mike's basement? Uh, Whatever happened I'll to that? I'll turn tournament basement any time. <laughs> I mean, that's not, that doesn't have any date required. <laughs> uh, happy early birthday, dog. I had no idea. I didn't know you had birthdays. All right. If we're, if we're talking about uh, notable dates, keep in mind April 2nd. Because if we don't cancel any shows between now and then, that will be our 100th episode. Oh, it's the centennial, huh? Oh, yeah. Best of five? Including uh, best, best of three, three and all It that? has to include best of three, right? I, I This is of best of five. Wow, oh. okay. Dang. We've done a lot of best of threes and fives. <laughs> yeah, man. Do you know how many we've done total, Steve? Including um, the one episode we did for Flo KO? <laughs> uh, no, I thought it was two. It was a two? Yeah, I thought we did uh, We had uh, F Champ on and he was talking shit about you. <laughs> Uh, now, do we count that one episode that they only o- uploaded half of? Yes. What about the one episode at the end of Best of Three that we had to also edit <laughs> because I put my yeah, that my was mouth. the one we only uploaded yep. half of. Yeah, that oh, counts. That it was so like funny. it was just the Markman interview, and then uh, we talked about getting canceled before <laughs> we were supposed to talk about getting canceled. <laughs> uh, that was also historic for that awesome finisher that we had, where we cut you off when you were going to give your giant announcement. And then oh, we did that. Yeah. That was a good oh, gag. Man. The best of three final episode was killer. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> okay. So I li- we're out of topics, guys. Unless you guys want to ask us questions in the chat or oh, uh, speculate have, yourselves. I have, a, I have a question for everybody. Uh, tomorrow's another combat cast. Oh, I'm and, pumped. And who's the new character going to be? Who's the new character? Elon, that's a great topic. If You're it's welcome. Johnny Cage, I'm going to be disappointed. If it's Frost, I'm going to be disappointed. You guys owe me a uh, raspa, what do you call that? Shaved ice. But I want to see her. I don't. Which one is older, Ultra Chen or Best of Five? I'm pretty sure Ultra Chen was on way before us. Oh, yeah. Certainly they were a thing well before us. I actually have no idea. I think David's in the chat. David, how many episodes y'all done? If Jarek is in the game, I mean, I would give away everything. What if Jarek was in the game with your pods? (laughs) If Jarek was in the game, like... What if I, it, I don't know, man. Just come to Austin. Drinks are on the house. Cause. What if What if Jarek was in the game, but it's after he got flown off or he got perfect. dropped off that cliff, so he's like missing a leg. Give me, and, give me you know. 
paraplegic Jarek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, just uh, as a quick reminder, Ultra 10 TV, this is their tweet. Due to the Evo lineup reveal show starting at 6 p.m. Pacific, the Tuesday show will be delayed to start immediately after the reveal show so that J.C. Hensor and Ultra David can discuss the lineup on the show. Speculate with us. Discuss with them. It's a sandwich. Evil lineup sandwich. We're a piece of white bread. They're a piece of white bread. The meat is Mr. Wizard. <laughs> uh, we can't be white bread because I said I will black. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're mixed grains. We're mixed grain on this side. We're we are definitely white bread on that side. Yeah, of the I love fighting game rye. community. Give me marble rye. Marble rye is pretty dope. <laughs> All right. Um, shout outs to uh, Ultra Chen. Make sure to watch them after. And yeah, I am cutting y'all free early. I think it'll be Frost. Who do you think will be on the show on the Comic Cast? Steve. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I don't even know. Who've been the reveals um, in the last? Oh, I guess Jade was a female. I was gonna say they've been doing all dudes. Goro was Goro, Goro hasn't been in. The Goro's show, dead in the background, man. I don't care. They'll bring him back to life. I guess They're there have been weird stuff with the, the whole premise of the initial trailer was that Scorpion died, but then he came back. Tweet at mm. me if Melee doesn't get in. Tweet tweet me like a celebratory gift. Yeah. Is, so if Melee doesn't get in, then you're gonna give yes. you something what are you for your away? birthday. I don't know yet. Put it on I'll the table. It's it gonna be. I'll get really excited and say something better if it's. <laughs> you can happen, you can so. gift a uh, Brawlhalla, which is free to play. <laughs> All right. I bet uh, every time someone actually like buys something for Brawlhalla, they're like, "Shit!" Like, this is that was supposed to happen. <laughs> now we have to launder this. Um, all right, guys, that's it. Thank you very much for watching. Stick around in thirty minutes. It's the reveal, and then after that will be Ultra Chen. Uh, right after that, we'll be in the chat too, saying, "Hey, we were wrong or right." I guess I didn't give my my uh, picks, but it's irrelevant. All right, guys, thank you very much for watching. We'll see you next week for Mike's birthday. Good night, Canada.